Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Chris, and you are listening to Tales from the Tar Heel State. All right, what's going on this morning? It's Monday, and I was going to try to get this out a little bit earlier today, but uh, I did not get it in time for your morning commute. If you like to listen to this on your morning commute, <clears throat> I don't know. A lot of people do like to listen to stuff while they're in their car, listen to podcasts and shit. So, uh, if you are listening to this, maybe you're listening on your way home. So, if you are, thanks for listening. And uh, what's up? Thanks for the kind words last week on Facebook. Uh, appreciating the podcast. Thanks, Will. I'll see you out there, my brother. And I uh, hope you're doing well. Laura, Kim, hope all everybody's good. So, um, anyway, thanks everybody. And, uh, so here we go. Uh, March Madness is in full motherfucking effect. And, uh, watching the uh, Tar Heels play Baylor, I figured out why they call it March Madness. And they call it that because the refs have lost their goddamn minds when fucking tournament time gets here. What in the hell was going on in that game? Can someone please explain that shit to me? Um, that was some of the worst officiating I've ever seen. The one call where uh, they had they had to reverse it because they reviewed it, and uh, my man is standing there on the out of bounds line, staring right at the play. It goes right out of the hands of homeboy for uh, Baylor, and he called it out off Carolina. It's like and just unfucking believable. I mean, some of the shit you see sometimes. <clears throat> it's kind of hard for me to wrap my mind around. It's like, what the fuck just happened right there? Um, but yeah, at least the Tar Heels pulled it out, man. Holy shit. Um, that kid with the fucking pink hair, Tanya was calling him fucking Cisco. <laughs> and uh, that shit was cracking me up. And so I saw somebody commented calling him a fake ass Dennis Robin. But yeah, that kid was looking for trouble. Tanya called it early on in the game. She goes, so you better watch that kid. He is looking for trouble. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's looking. He, I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, that kid was involved with almost every one of those fucked up calls. And, I mean, come on, man. Can you? How can you not see that shit? I mean, you have to be fucking blind. Ray Charles could see that shit from the grave. You know what I'm saying? He blind and dead. He could have seen that shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Come on now. Um <laughs> Oh my God! So uh, yeah, Duke won. Um, I didn't shit. I was going. I was watching Sports Center this morning, but I didn't actually see all the uh, results of all the games. Um, but at any rate, yeah, um, March fucking madness. Yeah, the refs have lost their fucking minds. I don't. I don't know what games they're watching. Sometimes they they really they really fucking blow me away. And can I just say that the uh, ball in t shirts. Fucking crack me up. Ball in. Why don't I just say balls deep? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Ain't that what there's? We're balls deep in this motherfucking game, y'all. Come on now. Fucking hilarious. Ball in. Get the fuck out of here with that. That's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, happy Monday, y'all. This is uh, uh, a happy Zappa Monday, my friends. I, uh. Listen to a little Zappa this morning, and uh, I'll talk about him a little bit later in this episode. Um, Frank Zappa, that is, not Dweezil, not Amet, not Moon Unit, not Diva. But, uh, you know, Frank himself. And, 
you know, he was a complicated person like we all are. And, um, you know, talk about that a little bit. So what's going on in my world, man? I sold my fucking truck. <clears throat> Trying to get down to uh, just having one car payment since I'm not working. I uh, can't afford to be paying for two vehicle payments, even though my payment was small. Um, yeah, it's just one less bill to have to worry about. So sold the truck, paid off what I left I still had on it. And, um, you know, I'm going to put some money in the bank and, uh, been searching for something online for about a week or so now. Um, trying to find something decent for a decent price, which has been really difficult. Um, so I'm going to go look at a car tomorrow up in Virginia and, um, yeah, all the way in Virginia. That's right. Um, up in the mountains, Roanoke. So I'm driving all the way up there to look at a 1981 Toyota tomorrow. Isn't that crazy? But it's a, uh, it's called a, uh, Toyota Celica Sun Chaser. So in the early eighties, they didn't make, um, they didn't allow convertibles in the United States. They didn't allow you to import one. Uh, they didn't allow American cars to make one. I think that was, uh, Ralph Nader. A result of all the um, stuff with like the Pintos and shit that were blowing up in the 70s because the gas tank was right in the back and there was nothing stopping you from running over the gas tank, creating a spark, hot motor, hot exhaust, poof, fire. Um, Same with like the old Chevy trucks. There was issue with that. Um, I think Ford's did too, but I know Chevy's did. Uh, I think Ford's did too. I'm pretty positive they did. They had the gas tank behind the seat in the cab. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, you get T-boned and... You're in a fucking ball of gas fire. Um, and I'm pretty sure nobody wants that. <laughs> the faces of death videos I've seen, motherfuckers light themselves on fire. They find out real quick they are not a fucking uh, Tibetan monk. And they get the fuck out of there, and it looks horrible. And uh, I saw that shit one time, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people watching this kind of shit? No desire to watch that kind of suffering and fucking mental illness. What the fuck, man? Um, but seriously, uh, I did sell the truck and I'm going to look at an 81 Toyota Celica Sun Chaser and I'm going tomorrow morning. I'm so fucking excited. I could barely sleep last night. Um, so they didn't only made, they has a, it was originally just a little coupe car. And, but what the Sun Chaser is they brought them to America. They did 2000 of them out in California by this company called Griffith and they, um, turned them into Semi-convertible, what they did is they put a, like a Porsche Target top on it, which is fucking awesome. Uh, when I was a kid, that was uh, like my dream car was to have a Porsche. And um, this car kind of looks like a 914, probably the closest thing I'll ever be able to afford. But this one has been, um, the interior looks like brand new. It's got all new carpet and everything in it. looks really nice. Uh, it's got a rebuilt motor in it, uh, the 22R. Uh, which is like a classic Toyota motor. It's got a big Weber carburetor on it. Um, it's got headers on it. It's five-speed, so it should run really good and drive really fucking good. Uh, it's bright yellow. It's a real pretty little car. <clears throat> if I can get him uh, to come off the price of what he's asking, and I've found out, I've been looking online, and I found the car listed all the way back in 2020 from the same man. So he's ready to sell it. He told me to bring cash. So he's a motivated seller. He's got a kid just going away to college, so I'm really excited about the uh opportunity to own this car because uh if i ever do have to sell it someday i'm sure it'll be worth more than i'm gonna pay for it um because they don't make cars like that anymore it's rear wheel drive it's a five speed it's you know it only weighs about two thousand pounds 
And this motor is supposedly a little bit hot, so it's been bored out just one over, you know, 30 thousandths over. And uh, I didn't see any uh, hot coil or anything on it, so it looks like it even, you know, a couple of little other things that could be done to it. Um, but I have to see how it runs first. I mean, if it runs great and everything, I mean, the AC doesn't work. Power steer and pump leaks a little bit, he said. So both those need to be replaced. That's about $500 just for those two parts. Uh, I should be able to replace all that shit myself. Um, I've worked on those little cars a little bit back in the day. My dad had one. And um, they're pretty. Everything's real easy to get to. There's no computers and shit like that. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty little car, man. And um, it would be the closest thing I can do to a motorcycle because my hips and back are just fucked. And I would love to be able to have a motorcycle at some point and yeah, it's just no fucking way I'm going to be able to ride one. And this is fairly close to being in a motorcycle. It's a little four-cylinder, you know, the car weighs 2,000 pounds. And uh, it's probably got about 120 horsepower. So it'd be like riding a fucking nice, uh, you know, fast motorcycle, except, you know, you're actually strapped in and got a little bit of metal around you. <clears throat> Not a lot of metal, but <clears throat> a lot more metal than you got around on a fucking motorcycle. So I'm real excited about that possibility, and um, if nothing else, me and Tanya will get to drive her little Honda for a nice ride up into Roanoke if I don't buy the car, so we'll see. Checking it out tomorrow, man, real excited. And uh, so, yeah, uh, been checking into this uh, application for disability, seeing if I even come close to qualifying for this stuff, and from all the research I've done, it uh, certainly appears that I do. I have quite a few ailments, and uh, I don't know how many you have to have, but I have quite a few that I'm being treated for. And, um, you know, back, apparently I have multi-level in-plate sclerosis and osteophytes. And that means I have uh, multi-level, uh, what is it, uh, what's the fucking word? What's the term? Let me uh, look back in my notes here. Multi-level degenerative disc disease is what that's called. And osteophytes, uh, osteophytosis is um, bone spurs up and down my spine, which apparently you're not really supposed to get till after you're about 60, but you know, I've done a lot of hard physical labor in my life and I've always been a big boy, so toting around too much ass and and then throwing a lot of heavy shit on my shoulders. I mean, hell, there have been times when I've thrown 100 pounds on each shoulder when I was blasting and stuff and do that shit repeatedly throughout the day. We put a bunch of men together working hard. They start trying to outdo each other. And it's just kind of, you know, that fucking, um, what is it? What Andy Savoy say in Bull Durham? Uh, I just love male bonding, even if it is probably latent homosexuality rechanneled. But I'm all for rechanneling, so who cares, right? <laughs> Oh, Annie Savoy, Bull Durham, fucking great movie. If you don't like that movie, go back and watch it again. It's fucking so good. And if you're if you live in Durham or if you're around here, you get to see all those old areas downtown Durham. Um, God, I love that movie. So much fun, and she's just casually smoking pot in it without ever mentioning it. Nobody, you know, it's like just a normal thing you do. <clears throat> and I just love that about that movie, and uh, so many funny lines and. Um, you know, it's a love story. You got the strong female lead. She's the narrator. It's not Kevin Costner. Uh, Annie Savoy's the lead of that movie. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, such a good movie. So many good one liners. And uh, so, yeah, going to be, uh, I'm trying to uh, kind of um, be positive about this uh, selling the truck, getting this other vehicle thing. You know, I don't really need the truck. 
I'm not going to be out driving in fucking snowstorms, and I'm not going to be doing a bunch of physical work no more because I just can't do it. I do good just to do the stuff around the house here that needs doing. I need to finish building this garden bed. I'm trying my best. To be honest, it's kicking my ass, fucking shoveling dirt and fucking pushing the wheelbarrow. There's no way I can do that shit for a living anymore. It's absurd. I don't know how I did it as long as I did, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, trying to stay positive about that, trying to look at it like it's early retirement until I can get you know, on my Social Security, which is essentially the same thing. Um, I think one's Medicare, one's Medicaid. I don't know how that works exactly, but, um, you know, it's the shit I've been paying in all my life working, so... My therapist has been after me a long time to go to the, see the doctor about all the pain and stuff that I'm always bitching to her about being in and how hard it is to continue to work. And She's been after me for several years to do something about it, and I've been putting it off and trying to continue to work and do the best I can. And, you know, I kind of changed doing construction into working in the kitchen and stuff again. And and that's, you know, not easy on your back either, standing on concrete all day. It's been killing me. And then having to deal with people all the time and people are just don't have respect for each other anymore and I don't know how to deal with that shit at work anymore apparently because I got fired uh so yeah my therapist is like yeah you need to try to apply for disability Chris you know I hope you're okay with trying to do that but I feel like that's what you should do so that's what I'm gonna do and try to be positive about all of it and um no need to dwell on it because I do that enough on my own but uh, so, anyways, yeah, uh, the UFC was kick ass this weekend. I know some of my friends out there don't want to hear about sports, so we're not going to talk about that much. But it was kick ass, and they were in uh, England, and uh, most all the English guys won except for one of them. And congrats to those cats. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Frank Zappa, man. I, I don't know how many of y'all listen to Frank Zappa. I'm assuming. Uh, most of my friends have that are listening to this. Any people out there listening to this that I don't know me personally. Um, I love music, and a lot of my friends are musicians or artists of some sort. And um, So, yeah, Frank Zappa, man. I turned on a friend of mine, Paul, a long time ago. He blames me for his uh, infatuation or obsession with Zappa, and uh, that's all right. But, um, yeah, he was a complicated guy. Um I read a book of his. I think maybe it was Victor Bacchus. I don't know. That might be a Keith Richards book I read. Um, at any rate, he, uh, you know, wasn't the best father. He wasn't a good husband. And, uh, you know, he was just kind of an asshole in general. Uh, the lyrics he wrote were funny. He said to get uh, morons like most of us people to listen to his music because uh, we were too fucking stupid to really understand what he was doing musically. And, you know, that's kind of a dick thing to say, especially about your fans that allow you to uh, live the lifestyle you want to live or whatever it is that you do. Um, I would never imagine taking that uh, perspective with people that like my stuff. Um, So, yeah, he was all about doing weird time signatures and shit. I think it was Varese was one of his favorite uh, composers. Varese, V-A-R-E-S-S-E, or or S-E, I don't know, something like that. I think he was uh, French, maybe, or maybe Italian, Varese, probably Italian. I don't fucking know. <clears throat> I've tried to listen to some of the music before, and I thought it was unlistenable. I mean, it's just so fucking weird, and um, it's not my cup of tea at all, and I like a lot of different kinds of music, but I couldn't really... 
I couldn't get into that shit, man. I don't know how anybody would or could. I guess you just have to have a weird-ass brain. Uh, your mind has to work in a certain way, I suppose. Like, I, I like Tool uh, in small doses, but I do really like it when I'm in the mood for it. Like, that most recent album I thought was killer, especially if you turn that shit up loud. You know, like the Cure and shit. Like, inside of the Cure show, it says, listen to this music loud. Some music is meant to be listened to loud, and it sounds better that way, so... I think Tool is one of those bands, and but they do shit in weird time signatures and everything, and um, so you know, I guess if you're a fucking super music genius, that's what you have to do to entertain yourself with it. Otherwise, it becomes too repetitive. It's just over and over the same uh, patterns, and you know that can be. I can understand that. I, maybe that's why I've always liked singing better than anything else. Um, I like the drums. Drums I do like, but I've never been able to fucking keep time for any length of time, I and mean, my fucking hand is going numb. Just sitting here, which has been going on for about 25 years at least. Um, shit, I can't hold the phone without my fucking hands going numb. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, yeah, Frank was a fucking complicated dude. Um, you know, like I said, kind of an asshole, but I think a very underrated guitarist. Uh, one of the baddest motherfuckers, you know, without a lot of effects and shit, and just crushing that fucking guitar, man. And uh, thank goodness uh, Dweezil plays it now. I'm glad Dweezil got that guitar. That was the SG that Frank played that was fucking badass. Uh, some people don't like the SG. I like the SG. Uh, you know, Tony Iommi, um, Angus Young, you know, um, my man Frankie Hannon from Tesla. He was an SG man, too. Still is, I believe. Um, but those are all Gibsons, by the way, in case you... Don't know shit about music or guitars. Uh, I'll throw that out there at you. Um, but yeah, it's important to try. I try to separate. Like Zappa was, you know, I liked some of his uh, um, things he had to say, but some of the shit he said I didn't really care for, um, especially the way he treated his kids and stuff, according to them. And um, I'm apt to believe the kids' perspective on that, um, especially since he was a musician, so he was never probably around much. When he was, he was apparently fucking groupies and shit at the house. And, uh, but, you know, I try to separate that shit. Like, uh, Ted Nugent, I can't stand that motherfucker. You know, it gets on my nerves. And, I mean, you know, hunting's cool and shit if you're eating what you kill. But, uh, you know, I just, he's just over the top. The, the spirit, blah, 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 just seems a little over the top for me. And, uh, like it's for show. And I don't, I don't like that shit. And, um, but I have to still say that a stranglehold, a stranglehold is the shit. You turn that shit up loud. If you don't fucking like that, you're fucking not alive, man. And uh, I like that fucking kind of aggressive guitar rock. Because I'm a fucking toxic male, motherfucker. Toxic male, bitches. Got that right. Sometimes I'm toxic. But I'm going to go get a little sports car like a little gay boy. Because, you know, I like the queers, too. I love everybody. Come on, y'all. Can't we all get along? Come on, everybody. Let's just stop being so fucking separated. Just love each other. God damn it, it's not that hard. We're all fucked up. Everybody's fucked up in some ways or other. Nobody's perfect. You know? Come on, everybody. But uh, listen to some fucking Zappa. That shit is fucking funny, and the music is ridiculous. Um, you know, for you, uh, you beginners, you know, you're going to want to listen to, like... Uh, Apostrophe Overnight Sensation. That's the easiest thing for you to, to get in on. And then uh, after that, you know, if you're really into it, you can uh, dig some Joe's Garage. That's a big double album. Uh, Hot Rats. 
That was a buddy of mine in high school, Simon's favorite. And, um, you know, Shake Your Booty is good. And, um, I mean, there's so many. There's so many good ones. Shut Up and Play Your Guitar, that's another double. With uh, Zappa just playing, not so much of his silly uh, lyrics and shit. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Get out there and listen to some fucking Zappa, man, if you haven't ever expanded your fucking mind, Craig. You know, it's fucking Monday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. So fucking get high and, uh, you know, put on Stranglehold and forget that fucking Ted Nugent is a total douchebag and just listen to that goddamn guitar real loud in your car and uh, tell me that shit ain't badass on a big-ass fucking hollow body. Goddamn Gibson, are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. Let's see anybody else pick that shit up and make it sound like that. Not everybody can do that shit, you know? Not everybody can pull that shit off, man, even though he's a fucking dingleberry. That's right, I called him a fucking dingleberry. <laughs> and if you can't laugh at that word, then you have no sense of humor because dingleberry is a funny motherfucking word. That shit's funny as fuck. And just thinking about a dingleberry will make you laugh. And if that shit don't make you laugh, maybe you need a dingleberry pie. Because, you know, they only grow on certain bushes. And uh, you should check those out. If you, if you don't know what those are, look into it. Google dingleberry bush and uh, see what comes up. <laughs> and uh, But don't, don't, uh, don't blame me if something horrible comes up. I'm just talking shit here. I'm trying to. Trying to get a laugh here. Uh, nothing else. I'm making myself laugh. And this is episode number 23, I believe. And uh, let's not forget Michael Jordan was a Tar Heel, the greatest basketball player that ever lived. And um, what else is happening? Oh, I'm going to call DreamWorks in Roxborough today. They're famous for body work and car stuff. And I'm going to make an appointment to get the windows tinted on Tanya's little white car because she wants the fucking windows tinted on it. So I'm going to get the best tint that keeps the fucking heat and everything out of it for her little Honda car. And, um, yeah, we'll see if I pick up a little yellow Toyota car tomorrow. Um, you know, if it runs great, drives great, and everything, like he says, and uh, if it'll come off the price a little bit because things are wrong with it, and he's had it a long time. Oh, excuse me. Then I'm probably going to have that motherfucker and uh, drive it back from Roanoke tomorrow. It'll be a beautiful day, a spring day. Drop the fucking top, drive it home, and if it breaks down, I got AAA. And uh, there ain't been so many things that can go wrong unless the motor blows up. If that happens, shit, to fucking get a rebuilt motor for it, it still ain't very expensive. It's not like uh, some other vehicles. It's some four-cylinder, goddamn. Ain't that hard to take them in and out either with a little uh, cherry picker. So, yeah, ain't like doing no big V8s and shit like I had to do for my daddy all them years. Fucking kicking my ass, fucking hurting me, dropping cars on top of me and shit. <sighs> Craziness. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll probably try to get in here again before the weekend's out. And Tar Heels play, I think, Friday against UCLA. The motherfucking Bruins is two, uh, you know, all-time great teams. And uh, hopefully Tar Heels can pull it out. If Manic can keep from getting ejected for uh, the Phantom elbows, like the Phantom right hand from Muhammad Ali to Sonny Liston. I know y'all know nothing about that. Uh, go fucking watch some boxing history and look up fucking Muhammad Ali. You nerd dorks. Come on now. All right, anyways, love you guys. Just kidding around, and I'll talk to you all later.